Hey, this is Mohani Love from Let's Talk About It. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Podcast, let's talk about it. Today, let's talk about it. Talk about it. Today, we have Caddy Nall. And are you ready for a change? Dissolve your waffles, worry, anxiety, fear, frustration, lethargy, exhaustion, stress. Katie Knoll is a keynote speaker. Whether it is content or inspiration, Dr. Knoll provides memorable experience for the audience. The purpose of the keynote is to move the audience in a direction and Dr. Knoll prompts and reinforces sustainable movement. Contact her for details on availability and custom approaches to your needs. Trainer. Within organizations, Dr. Null is effective in moving individuals toward change, understanding different approaches to change and assisting others to embrace benefits are one of her specialties. When your group is looking for an energetic, intelligent, effective trainer, contact Dr. Null to discuss details. Coach, many challenges are best served individually. Whether a client can benefit from increased communication skills, with DISC personality training or barrier reduction through emotional freedom techniques, EFT, Dr. Noll works one-on-one to assist others in moving to the next goal. Working with Dr. Noll can be a life-changing, I'm going to add experience, haha, call for <laughs> details. So Dr. Noll, let's talk about it and can we do some tapping, a, a tapping session right now? You bet. Let's talk about it. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I'm excited. Yay. So, yeah. um, Yeah, you want to do some tapping? We can start right off with that if you'd like. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. You ready? (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, So, can you think of some little thing, not, not a big traumatic thing, but some little thing that irritates you a little bit when my twins don't answer me right away when I call them and I'm oh, talking yeah. something when they don't get up right away when I say do this uh-huh. yeah. they're 17 yeah. Oh, but <laughs> yeah. yeah has that happened recently yes when when was that this morning this morning so this morning your twins didn't answer you when you when spoke to answer I'll tell you what it was they had a script that they had to read to, to memorize and one of them had to have it in by 11 p.m so when I woke them up to say here's the script I wanted them to jump up and say I got it but they laid there so oh okay 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 they just lay there uh and and when you think about the twins just laying there and and not responding what emotions coming up I never had that problem before they're getting older Oh. Um, do I, 
that I try to rationalize with myself saying, well, they'll be 18 next month um, in December. Is it they're growing? Should I expect them to jump up like soldiers like they used to when they were younger? Uh, Is it me? Uh, Am I right? Am I wrong? Yeah. 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 And and when you think about that, Mahani, what what emotion did that make you feel? Oh, you did ask me that. I could I would probably say a little bit of stress. Stress? Okay. Okay. And from zero to ten where zero is like, ah, oh, it's no big deal, you know, they'll get it by the end of the day, and ten is the most stress you've ever felt. Where where is it? Oh, about a four. About a four. Okay. And when you think about the stress when the twins don't answer right away, even though they're about ready to turn 18, from the top of your head to the bottom of your toes, where do you feel it in your body? Hmm. I would say my legs. Isn't that funny? And your legs. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, is this a true statement right here, right now? I feel safe? Yes. Okay. Okay. And the last thing I'm going to ask you, Mahani, is I'm going to ask you to repeat some words uh, with me. And if I say something, you go, eh, that's not really true. Or I'd use different words. Will you change it to your own vocabulary for me? Okay. 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 So what we're going to do is um, hold your, hold one hand up. So you're looking at the palm and, okay. and on the side of your hand between your wrist and your little finger, mm-hmm. I want you to use the fingers of your other hand and tap right there. Okay. Okay, so you're going to tap there for a little while, and we're going to breathe. First of all, I'm going to show you all the points, um, tell you where all the points are, and then we're going to add the words. So we're tapping on the side of the hand between the wrist and the little finger, and just breathe. Take a breath in and a breath out. Oh, that feels so good. We're going to, when, I have the sen- when I have you repeat the sentences, we're going to repeat the sentence three times right here, okay? Okay. Okay, next spot I want you to tap is right on the top of your head. Tap right on the top of your head. And you can use one hand or the other hand or both hands. It doesn't matter, Mohani. Okay. And then the next spot is on the edge of your eyebrow, right above your nose, right right close to where the two edges are. And right mm-hmm. right there, right above the nose. I want you to tap yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then your next spot is between the edge of your eye and your hairline. Yes. And you tap right there while you're breathing. Oh, that feels so good. So good. And then next spot, Mohani, I want you to um, go where I keep all my bags for a quick getaway, and that's under my eyes. So go right there (laughs) and tap under your eyes and tap away those bags. And then under your nose, above your lip, tap right there. And then tap under your lip, above your chin. And then, Mahani, what I have my clients do is is cross, have your wrists crossed and use your fingertips to tap right on your collarbone. So tap oh. right on your collarbone. Yes. Okay. And then the last spot is about four inches under your arm. I use my full hands and I thump right there on my ribs. Thump right there on your ribs. And those are all the spots we're going to tap. And now we're going to add words. You ready? Yes. Okay. So we're going to go back to the side of the hand. You're looking at your palm and yep. the other hand's tapping. And you're going to repeat after me and say, even though. Even though. This morning, the twins didn't jump up and answer. This morning, the twins didn't jump up and answer. They just laid there. They just laid there. And when I think about it. And when I think about it. I feel the stress in my legs. I feel the stress in my legs. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Right here, right now, I feel safe. Even though. Even though. Twins didn't answer this morning. Twins didn't answer this morning. And I feel that stress in my legs. And I feel that stress in my legs. Right here, right now, I feel safe. 
right here, right now, feel safe. Even though. Even though. I feel that stress in my legs. I feel that stress in my legs. Just thinking about this morning. Just thinking about this morning. Right here, right now, I feel safe anyway. Here, right now, I feel safe anyway. And then top of your head, I want you to tap and say, stress in my legs. Stress in my legs. Edge of your eyebrow close to your nose. Mm -hmm. Stress in my legs. Stress in my legs. And then side of the eye between the eye and the hairline. Stress in my legs. Stress in my legs. Under the eyes, stress in my legs. Stress in my legs. Under the nose, stress in my legs. Stress in my legs. Under the lips, stress in my legs. Stress in my legs. On your collarbone, stress in my legs. Stress in my legs. Now up under your ribs, stress in my legs. Stress in my legs. Now blow all your air out. Yes. Mahani, I want you to think about this morning when the twins didn't answer and they were just laying there. And when you think about it now, the stress <laughs> in your legs from zero to 10, where is it? None. <laughs> the truth. None at all. And it has something to do with the tapping, right? Yes, you're right. It was a very um, comforting experience. And from me repeating the words, they really didn't matter. What they did didn't matter. It's gone. Isn't that funny? Yes, that is funny. And I hope the audience at home will tap and use the same words that um, Katie just used with me, but use it for their own situation, right? Correct. You are so right. Yes, that's what I'll be. I'll be laying in bed. So when something happened, right, Katie? Because I'm really funny. I always have something funny to say, get ready. <laughs> So, no matter where I'm at, I'm going to start tapping. They're going to say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> so, if, listen, if they ever get, you know, I'm ever on the news and they say, this lady started tapping all over the place and we didn't know what was going <laughs> Please come back me up and say, well, it was, you know, explain what that was. There you go. I there love you. it. Yeah. I, the tapping's very uncomforting. The yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Most of my clients, Mahini, uh, come away and say that they feel lighter. That's the most common. I do feel lighter, yes. Yeah, that's the most common response I hear. Mm -hmm. Really nice. That's because you have to really clear your mind mm -hmm. to step into when you're working with, with anyone. Right. To help make it work. Right. Right. So I, I have a question, right? How did you go from, because, you know, you're the mathematics. <laughs> and I told you, I'm so afraid of math. You talk about takeoff running. Oh, I mean, oh no. Yes. How did you go from mathematics to dissolving waffles? So what happened, Mahani, is that uh, when I was 18 years old, I made a list of the five things I wanted to accomplish by the time I was 25. And number one on my list was I wanted to get my, I wanted to earn my PhD. I didn't know what a PhD was. I just knew that it was the highest level I could get. In education and I thought that that would help me have financial security. Mm. So by the time I was 25 I uh, was working on my master's degree. I mm -hmm. finished my bachelor's degree in math and computer science and I was working on my bachelor's or my master's degree in statistics and computer science mm -hmm. but I was a long way off from my PhD and I was married five years and pregnant with my first. None of that was on my goal sheet. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out my husband's had a bigger goal sheet than I did. So, yeah, there was that. Um, and so when the youngest of our three children, 
uh, again, I, that, that we're not on my goal list, but I was blessed. Um, when the youngest of my three children were 25 and I was working at a college, I had an opportunity to actually earn my, one of my goals. And that was to go back to school after being out for 30 years. Wow. And yeah, and going back to school and earning my PhD in mathematics education. And because I was working at a college as a campus director, and I worked with so many students, I was able to help them uh, with counseling. Student after student after student came in and said, I only have one class left to get my degree. And I said, that's great. Let's get you excited. You know, let's get you registered. We're ready to go. And they're <laughs> like, uh, it's math. I said, how smart was that? Saving the best for last. You were brilliant. Well, they never thought that way. It was just me. <laughs> And so I had these students who were so scared and so nervous, they couldn't even register for the class. So while I was doing research for my dissertation, I wanted to find a way to help students overcome their fear and anxiety about math and test taking. And I couldn't find anything, Mahani. So uh, understanding that that was a word problem, and when you get a word problem math, what you do is identify what's the most important part of it, to me, what was the most important part is how do you get rid of fear and anxiety? Mm. So I started searching and in 2010, I found Nick Ortner's Tapping Summit. And actually he's getting ready to do it again this year so people can hop on board and watch all 10 days of his videos, which is exactly what I did in 2010. Mm. I watched every one of the videos, bought the DVD, bought the book, taught myself how to tap and was armed and ready. So I went back to the students hesitant because Mahani, I didn't know if this was gonna work or not. In the summit, they talked about how to use tapping for, um, for anxiousness, for weight reduction, for uh, relationships, for finances, but nobody was talking about test taking. And so I thought, well, I don't know, you know, the kids are desperate, let's just try this. Mm -hmm. So we did it, and one after another would come back and they go, I passed my math class? And to tell you the truth, Mahani, I didn't know who was more surprised, me or them. Really? <laughs> I didn't know it was going to work or not. Wow. So uh, once I saw that it worked, I said, you know what, I don't know what I'm doing. I really need to go back and get training. So I got training in level one, mm -hmm. level two, level three, trauma, quantum, which is very interesting, and now I'm a supervisor and trainer and offer classes myself, uh, which I'm very, that, and you know what, Pahani, when I first got started and I found out about this, I said, this stuff is gold. I really want to share it with everybody. It took me four years working full-time at the college to earn my PhD in mathematics education. And it took me eight years working full-time at the college to become a master trainer in emotional freedom technique. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of training. Emotional freedom. Yeah, that's what it's called. Because it's really hard. Uh, emotion? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, we'll yeah, the training is important. And what I really liked about it, Mahani, is that I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I'm a mathematician. <laughs> uh, and right? Right? And so I'm able to help people now using tapping. Um, now, obviously, I, I don't take every client who comes in the door because... I'm not qualified, um, but for people who 
want to learn tapping for themselves, I can offer classes. And for people who want to become certified, I can train them in tapping as an additional modality. Oh, really? Yeah. And do they have to have a certain level of degree? Nope. Uh Uh-uh. Anybody who's interested, um, the only qualifications are just attending the class and completing and completing the work, which the work is, it's very simple. It's um, what we went, what you and I went through is called the basic recipe, but -hmm. there are many other versions of tapping that people learn when they go to the classes. There's one called chasing the pain. There's another one called the movie technique, and there's many more. Wow. That's interesting because pain, uh, chasing the pain. That's what I was talking about with, um, and I had another uh, podcast interview. We were talking about how pain in your body comes from so many other sources other than illness. This is so true. mm -hmm. And you have to be able to identify, just like they say, you go to the doctor, but if you're getting the same answer and you know that you're an individual who's stressed, mm-hmm. you got to believe it or you have, you need help. Right. 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 You know, and um, tapping is one way to help. I lo- it felt so relaxing. You know, it's, it's interesting because um, my twins have an Oculus. You know what that is? Uh, say it again. It's a headset that you put on and it takes oh, yeah, you. Yeah, 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 for virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they both have one. And I said, you know, I was sitting in here and I, let me put that on. So <laughs> I started punching these balls, right? It's these balls. They come towards you. You punch the ball. You punch, and I mean, it felt good. I was releasing stress like it felt good. Because <laughs> as you punch it, it explodes. It goes boom. You, you actually feel the ball. So what I noticed was I felt the um, oculus was tapping on my temple in the same area where um oh and it was interesting so I said wait it's tapping on my head I felt the little it sounds like but you can feel that so when you just did that it made me I thought about that interesting games you know you never know that would be something really good they probably should do with games Interesting. Interesting. So how did you become a speaker for TEDx? I love oh. TED speakers. Yeah. So um, uh, we'll go back 30 or 40 years ago. And at that time, I was the computer services manager for a local organization. And as part of my responsibilities, we installed a um, beta test site, it was the first one of its kind of coax to uh, fiber optic cable. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people wanted to know about it. So we wrote, um, a pu- we wrote and published a paper on it. And then I was asked to speak at different conferences and ended up doing presentations for um, AT&T throughout the nation on, on, um, on installing, designing and installing local area networks. Well, fast forward, and I finished my PhD and I'm ready now to go out and conquer the world. And for whatever reason, I never got hired as a um, instructor, a a college instructor, which is what I thought I was going to go. And I thought, well, what am I going to do with myself? And as I was going through old papers, I was like, I remember how much I enjoyed speaking. So I looked around and I joined National Speakers Association, which is a fabulous organization. Anyone who's interested in speaking should join. At the very least, you can join the free um, Facebook group and kind of 
um, stalk around and get a lot of information that way. Um, yeah. And of course, if somebody wants to learn the, the art of speaking, Toastmasters is a fabulous way to develop your talk and to, you know, get it going. National Speaking Association is how you create the business of uh, being a speaker. And it was at an, a National Speakers Association meeting that I met this fabulous lady and she asked me to come and speak to her youth group. So for two or three years, I drove three hours to speak to her youth groups that she had. And then I realized she was the moderator of a TEDx event in her town. And um, that didn't weigh anything at all, except for the fact, Mohini, is that she had heard me speak. She mm -hmm. knew my um, abilities. And the topic was, of course, I wanted to speak on eliminating math anxiety. So for people who want to see it, if they go to YouTube and uh, check on either math anxiety or TEDx on eliminating math anxiety, they can see my talk. And in January of 2022, I've been invited, I uh, was one of 14 out of 115 applicants to speak on a different topic. I'll be speaking on, on um, science is not the truth. Um, which should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. My my um, kids love science, but uh -huh. also um, the math situation. What's funny is that they're enrolled in college, and guess what? When they were doing their classes, they were like, "I was like, get the math last." I did. Just, it was so funny, and they looked at me. They were like, "Yeah, we want math last." The oh. academic advisor said to them you know you really shouldn't do it last right i'll do whatever you want to do but why don't we try and throw it in there somewhere maybe in the middle but yeah don't want to do it last and right i never they um the boys explained to me that's what you know the academic advisor told them i was like you gotta ask why it's you know i just why is that because you may fail it and then you won't get your degree or well, Mahani, what happens is when you have something that you're fearing and you delay uh, and delay approaching it, yes, it's fear builds and it becomes a dragon, right? Yeah, and it, it becomes more powerful. And so slaying that dragon at the very beginning and getting it over with is so worthwhile, right? That makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, because they were like, and you bachelor's degree of program so they're actually doing the math we were like yikes but <laughs> they have young fresh brains and they can do it you know yeah. uh, I guess you know and, they're not yeah, I'm up. <laughs> no I'm not even thinking about that no more I'm just being funny <laughs> but most, most colleges have tutoring uh, available, though. Yeah, they do. You know. They do. They, they explain okay. to them. They do have um, tutoring for them. But what do you, let's talk about the funny thing that I said, knowledge, and you said knowledge. <laughs> so I'm, um, I love puzzles, and I'm a little bit of a wordsmith. And so I, when I was trying to think of the name of my company, I was thinking, well, I've got this, uh, it's my married name, Nal, mm -hmm. and I said, oh, you know what? If you don't look at the spelling and you think about how it sounds, it sounds like the beginning of the word knowledge. And when I added the word edge to it, it was like, huh, 
there you go. Null plus edge is knowledge. <laughs> wow, it is. I loved it after you showed. I laughed afterwards. Because- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. It really is good. And, uh, okay, so did your kids? Are uh, your kids? Of course, they know math very well. They are comfortable in math. Um, I, you know, what's interesting, Mahani, is um, every one of my three kids, none of them studied or uh, got involved in math. In fact, all three of them ended up going to college to studying various parts of psychology. And truthfully, between you and me, I think that they studied psychology so they could figure out what was wrong with their dad and me. Uh, so. oh. <laughs> But they're, they're employed now, and they're out of the house, off the payroll, and um, yeah, so it's all good. And they've married some amazing people. You know, when my kids were young, somebody told me this, and I thought this was great. When They said when they're young, you know, their mates are already out there. All you have to do is pray that they meet the right mate. So about the time I figured that out, they were in like sixth grade, the oldest one was in sixth grade. So I started praying that and I, I described exactly the kind of person I wanted them to, you know, me uh, connect with and everything. Mm-hmm. And doggone it, if they didn't find the right person, every one of them. Well, guess what? I wish I would have known that because you see how my tone is so soft. Mm-hmm. I have to stay soft tone to bring these words out because <laughs> it didn't happen. Two of them. My oh my goodness! I should have. I didn't know that. You think you could throw that prayer over here? Can I? How can you? Do they have anything to have them switch a maid? <laughs> Nobody. They're not married. Nobody's married to anyone. So do they have anything to have them switch? No kids. No marriage. Can they have anything to have them switch a maid? Yeah. Well, you know. Um, okay. So we're going to go off into a slightly different topic. Okay. But I have a lot of friends who are um, who call themselves intuitives, um, and. Uh, they have taught me that my higher self can speak to somebody else's higher self. So in the mornings when I wake up, I usually, you know, would wake up and in my meditations, I would give thanks for each one of my family members and, and also um, dwell on, you know, what I had to do during the day and ask for guidance and blessings on that. But now, do you know what I do, Mahani? What? I have my higher self speak to every one of my loved ones' higher self and tell them how much I love them and how proud I am for them. And so I do that. So in a way, you can by having your higher self speak to their higher self. And interestingly enough, I've seen some changes. Well, Katie, is that <laughs> a whole nother podcast? We no, if I told you I want to do a live YouTube, yeah. I think that's what we want to talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we can talk about that and we can talk about because I've used ta- uh, tapping on um, what we call quantum yes. uh, things, and I can tell you some stories. Oh my gosh, about oh. past lives and helping people with stuff like that. And, I'm yeah. totally connected. I'm connected. I, I a lot of things that I see, and this is strange because when you're the only one connected amongst others who aren't, mm-hmm. you're looking really weird. When mm. you're like, this is this, and this is that, and you know, you come across as the crazy one in the family, so they start whispering about you behind your back. She's kind yeah. of, cool. yeah. you know. But 
It's okay. So I want you to check out today. My friend's book got released on Amazon and it's called okay. the little bird on your shoulder. Okay. The and she's got it available on a Kindle too. And it's fabulous. She was, she was, um, I'm so honored. Um, but she asked me to write the foreword to it, but it's a great little book about what you do with your intuitive powers. Oh, I have to have that book. The little uh-huh. bird, on your little bird on your shoulder, and it just came out today and um and um, on Amazon. Okay, I and I read all the time. Oh, you'll love this. You'll uh, what, love this. You write a book. You have a book also. I do have a book. My book's called Shower Blessings, and it's a fast food version of meditation. <laughs> oh, nice. It's a little tiny book that's meant to help you find time in your life to meditate in the one place where you may be by yourself, and that's in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Really nice. So, can if if how could someone get in touch with you? Well, thank you so much for asking. I appreciate that. Um, We both mentioned the name of my company is Knowledge, and and my website is the word knowledge followed by co for company.com mm-hmm. so it's n-a-l-l-e-d-g-e-c-o.com they can also email me at hello at drnall.com that's h-e-l-l-o at d-r-n-a-l-l.com and you know what i'll challenge your listeners mahani and tell them that if they want it they are welcome to call me because i'm working at home and i get really lonely and if I can't pick up the phone right away, I will call them back. And my phone number is 772-480-0541. I have masterminds that I run all the time. Our next ones will be in 2022. Now it'll be after the um, TEDx because I've got to focus on that. So they'll probably be starting up in February. I have some um, uh, growth and prosperity masterminds that have had amazing results. Um, and those will be starting up again in February. Well, guys, you heard it. Please don't hesitate to give Katie a call. Thank you for listening to Mohani Loves Podcast. Let's talk about it and always know that I love you.